coming to you live from Danny Marco's dumpster. dumpster. It's the town mayor and his number Woo! two. Just like the number two in Austin Powers, except I've got two eye patches instead of one. Yeah, well, because you're also kind of like laser eyes from X-Men. Absolutely. And you've got those chopsticks stuck to your wrist, so you're a bit like Wolfman. Oh, oh, and Darby's got that long hair. Which is sort of going white, so he's a bit of a storm lady. And he's very stormy. You know, he's very moody. Ooh, ooh, ooh. And Grady's rogue because you can't touch him. Oh, oh, and Bronson is beast. Bronson is definitely beast. Who is Professor Bald? Sarah. Oh, Randy. Randy, because he shaved his head. Well, I think Sarah is Phoenix. She has gone dark Phoenix. Although then that would mean that since I'm Wolfman, I would be... In a relationship with her, which I, I wouldn't do that to you, Ted. I wouldn't. She's not going to go near you. Yeah. No. I think Randy is Professor X-Man because he's bald because he shaved his head. And sometimes when he's trying to sound smart, he does sound a bit more British. Oh, remember that week when Randy put on a British accent? That was probably one of the best weeks of my life. That was so cool. And everyone else was like, it's fake. And we were like, it's not fake, guys. It's not fake. He watches a lot of BBC. And his dad or his mom was like lived in England. Yeah. And then he stopped doing it and he made a fool out of us, Randy. And I mean, yeah. just, I guess that was the week his dad died, wasn't it? So yeah. could have been other stuff going on. And oh my gosh, Professor X-Man's Horculus or whatever the machine he hooks up to that allows him to look into everyone's brain and see what's going on. Yes, it's called the Horculus. That's the loading dock. That's, That's why we're not allowed dock. in there. The same way Professor Bald is like, if you hook up to this, it will kill you. It's too powerful. That's like when Randy's like, you're not allowed in the loading dock because you're going to do something weird back there. Marvin has a bit of a Nightcrawler vibe because he's sort of like... His skin's really bad. He needs to exfoliate. Yeah. And do donate to Marvin's GoFundMe. Yeah. So then who is Magnet Man? Stefan. Stefan. Definitely Magnet Man. Sarah does make him wear that helmet sometimes. Well, that's only when she's cutting his bowl. Oh, Ted! OnlyFans X-Men! Don't worry, I'm already taking notes. You know, there's a great love triangle in the X-Men's between Wolfman, Laser Eye Boy, and Dark Phoenix. Bronson, he's Laser Eye Man, except he, instead of not being able to take off his glasses, it's like he's got a special pair of protective shorts that he can't take off. Laser d Well, I didn't want to say it, but yeah. And I think that Stefan is Wolfman, except instead of the extending knives through his knuckles, he's got extending other stuff. A lot of them. So Sarah's Dark Phoenix, you're Professor X, I'll shave your head. Laser d versus sharp knife desperately while Professor X watches. There are four lovers in the cool. Yeah, should we start the show? Let's start the show. Hey, everybody! Hey! Hi, Welcome everyone. Tap Talk. The 110th episode celebration! That's absolutely right. Technically, it's one, episode 111. Yeah, give or take. Um, I mean, I think we missed a few along the way, so it could even be 115. But it is, technically, it's 111 as far as we know, but technically also, it's 110 because last week... Doesn't count, doesn't count, doesn't count. No, we had to address the issue of us getting tested by Elon, who yeah. he made us prove our devotion. Loyalty and love. And thank you, Daddy. Thank you for that. I think you'll find that um, we received your punishment and we also proved ourselves more committed than ever. And we're two very good boys. We're very good. And Ted, honestly, that was a bit of a life-changing episode for me. My life, 
shout out Sarah. She's always said that my life has gone completely off the rails and I need to take stock, but last week it really did hit me. Not for any of the reasons she talks about. Yeah, totally. Realizing that we needed to step up our devotion to Elon, realizing that a sort of um, apocalypse is coming and there is going to be two types of people left in the world, those who have Teslas and those who don't. I'm really grateful you brought this up. It is time for us here at teptalk.headquarters.dannymarcos.com slash dumpster to get involved with the crowd that's going to win the future and that is the tesla drivers that's right folks you're going to be counting down with us every single dollar we do we need to get to that dream of being tesla drivers that is right folks and we have promised you'll remember i'm going to go ahead and play the promise sound effect you will remember that we set a tep talk fundraising promise slash goal of getting enough money for a tesla in 10 short episodes that means 10 weeks Give or take. That's right. I'm not too worried about it, Ted, because we got a lot of cooks in the pot going. And um, let's just get that number up on the board. We've got a big thermostat that we're filling up, like one of those fundraising thermostats where we're going to color it in. Shout out, Stefan. So the goal we're working towards is $140,000 for the most expensive Tesla. Let's round up to 150, actually, Ted. That makes it easier because we're going to want to give a little tip to Elon there. Yeah, that's true. $150,000 is the goal. So let's check in, Tep. Tim, how much money this week did you raise towards our goal? Drum roll, please. Wait, me? I didn't. Yeah, you. I, I thought. I thought like I was going to I thought you were going to start and then I would get a little bit of money next time. Like I thought you were going to be the I none. I didn't get any money this week yet. Okay, I got $10,000. Oh, wonderful. That's not bad. Yeah. From who? Uh, from OnlyFans. Okay. All right, Ted. Yeah. Very good. So I think we should just pool our money and not really count who raises how much because it's ultimately, it's both of us. So $10,000. We both raised $10,000 this week. So we- We collectively raised $10,000 this week. We collectively, okay. Well, good on us. Great yes, job, really Tim. great work, Ted. Congrats. I'm going to go ahead and fill in the bottom of that little fundraising thermostat with a little bit of a red line up to the 10. We are- one fifteenth of the way there. Great. I'm so proud of us. Good job. Me too. And Ted, this is actually a great opportunity for me to say. I, I don't want to distract us because this is obviously a very, very big episode. We got a lot to talk about for the 110th episode celebration. We have some questions we're going to be answering. But I want to say yep. congratulations on the triumphant return to the OnlyFans. Thanks. The crowd has decreed and they want what they want. And the cool Sarah, Stefan and Bronson are happy with my direction because obviously it's making them quite a lot of money. Your Squid Game video, extremely exciting. Did you like my Stefan Gellian Neon Bronson? I didn't get it, but I loved it. I didn't get what was going on. That one brought in the bucks. Yeah. Not going to lie. People were pretty jazzed about that. Well, people love to get O. That's true. You can quote me on that. And also, you know, I played the the main role of the, the pilot. I played Kenji, basically. So I just got to complain the whole time, which is what they come to see anyway. I mean, this is the thing, Ted. It's like you've been away from the medium, but you come back guns a-blazing. I mean, this is like when an artist goes away for a long time and puts out a solo album. And it's exactly as good as they were before with their band. 100%. And they've got Rick Rubin spelled like the sandwich. I do feel like a Richard Rubin, you know? Yeah. Get things back to basics. Like, hey, listen, Chili Peppers. Remember when you went... Yeah. 
why don't you do that anymore? Yeah, and shout out to you, Ted, for always being willing to try new music. I, I tried to listen to the Chili Peepees one time, and it was terrifying. Oh, it's son's music for sure. I don't think any dad should listen to the Chili Peepees. If I could become a famous producer, which I do hope to do one day, yep. and I could get the Chili Peepees in the studio, I would... First things first, I'd be like, I put on a Hotel California and I'd be like, listen to this. They'd probably go home and have all their tattoos removed right away. And then they'd come back in the studio and they'd be like, all right, teach us. And I'd bring in sweaters on. I'd bring in a couple acoustic guitars, slow the songs all down a bit, and get some voice lessons for Anthony Childless. Really get him to harness his chest voice. Yeah. Point is, Ted, that you are doing incredible groundbreaking work with your Neon Stefanovich stuff and you're also keeping it roots yeah because you're still doing the like husband comes home to find iphone charger gets stuck in dumpster has to watch well you got to keep the fans happy and then bemuse them with the interesting stuff. exactly i mean a lot like stefan gelly and neon bronson you have to start things normally like oh preteens are going to pilot giant robots to save neo tokyo three sure and then things devolve into the psychological stuff because that's when people are really getting oh yeah and at that point you can really mess with their mind because of course all the blood's left you know their head yeah set them up normal like and then then get them oh no i mean it's like with the beagles you know in order to get people to listen to psychotic songs like fixing a hole they have to give the people yep. what they want which is when i'm 64 you have to martha my d to d it in the r that, and that's where the phrase getting martha comes from. Yeah. And this is Tep Talk. And this is Tep Talk, your one-stop shop for Tep information, news, and gossip. Folks, it is the 110th episode, actually 11, but this is the celebration today. And I'm really, really excited, Ted, because you may remember. Go ahead and strap into your Professor X Horculus machine and scroll your mind back to episode 10, which was actually 11. You will remember that we had listener questions and answers. That's right. Every decennial on this illustrious P-Cast, we get to your questions. And we haven't been able to do that much in the past because after our listener drive where we tried to get more listeners about 100 episodes ago, we did lose most of our listeners. So we kind of had to cool it on the questions just because there weren't any. But Ted... We got questions today! That's right, guys. Do we have more listeners? Yes, in a manner of speaking. I, I hate to give yeah. this any oxygen, Ted, but I think it's better to just say it because then it's just out in the open. There is a teensy little court case maybe going on involving us. Yeah, we've been alluding it to it for the last little while. Let's just say when you see that dog coming out of the water... You know he's going to shake. Randy is suing us big time. Yeah. It's it's happening. Randy's always been all talk. All wolf, no bite. Uh, but now he's definitely uh, pinched us on our little baby dad bottoms uh, with his uh, naughty puppy teeth. He's pulled our swimsuit down. We're looking back over our shoulder. He's suing us for, oh gosh, sorry folks, a little bit of housekeeping. Emotional damage, physical damage, property, property damage. damage. Defamation. Conspiracy. Mm-hmm. Breaking and entering. Yep. That one. And intellectual property right. Got to catch them all, folks. And Randy has thrown every legal Pokemon at us. Yep. But just like Ashen, the hot girl he hangs around with. Misty. Her name's Misty. Yeah. And just like Misty and Broccoli, who I guess is Gareth? Yes. 
Oh, but we're really more of a Team Rocket. We really are more of a Team Rocket. And Marvin is Meowth. No, we can't go down this road right now. We can't, we can't, we can't, we can't. But um, long story short, we're going to beat this case. And I want to just say to Randy, first of all, Randy, get me in a courtroom and you will see me shine. I will demolish your case and honestly probably win the case against you. Star witnesses right here. Ted will say anything I tell him to and vice versa. So how will you possibly catch us? Yeah, you cannot catch us. The benefit to this lawsuit is apparently a couple of people on Randy's legal team have become listeners to the show. I mean, they have to, to like gather evidence. Basically, everything we say can and will be used as evidence in court yes. against us. And we don't give an S. No, we don't. We have nothing to hide. Yeah. So shout out Inspector Matthews. Mm -hmm. Shout out Inspector Chambers. Uh, Dana. Shout out Dana. Thank you for listening. I understand that you're mostly doing it for legal reasons, but nonetheless, and some of them, Ted, have apparently taken an interest because they actually sent us a few questions to answer. That's so great, Tim. I cannot wait to get into that. But first, let's wrap up a bit of the week's TEP news <laughs> information and gossip because, guys, this is a TEP show a tep after show. all. This is a TEP show show don't you forget it this week i know we're very excited to start with a hot or not classic hot or not why don't you go first ted what is your hot or not for this week in the world of tap okay hot this week is crypto Ooh, it's the perfect time to get into it prices are going down 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 folks that's right we got a bit of a fire sale going on crypto and the blockchain right now it's the most secured network most secure way to settle your future right now is to get yeah. all your money and put it into crypto yeah what are we talking about here folks doge we're talking about ethereum shout out neon johnson we're talking nfts yes buy them do them trade them mint them now now, now. Is the time. if you are someone like me who waited too long to buy the custom limited edition u2 ipod do not let that happen again no it's time it's, so that's my hot. I think it's a very good time to get into crypto. I think you're absolutely right. How about you, Tim? Well, my hot, unfortunately, is a not, Ted. And this is um, okay. very serious, actually. And I'm going to play the very serious sound effect here. Because we do a lot of joking Ooh, around chills. on this show. But sometimes yep. things do happen. Ted, you're a private person, right? Very private. No one knows anything about me. No. And you and I both like to keep to ourselves. Yeah. Sorry, Tim. Can you just take a look at this lump here? Which one? Right here, hang on. It's under the Papashtani flap. Put my hand where it goes. What is that? You've got a lump on your inner thigh. Oh, wait, no, hold on. Okay. Oh, it's a gummy. It's a gummy. Oh. <laughs> it's a gummy, folks. Uh, hashtag it's a gummy, folks. It's, it's from the Willy Wonka video. Your, your OnlyFans Willy Wonka. But yes, folks, I'm a notoriously private person. Yeah, we're notoriously private people. And look, there is a trade-off to being online. When you're online, when you use phone, internet, MacBook, MacBook Pro, iPod, iPad, Apple Pen. MacBook Air. You know that you sacrifice a little bit of privacy. You know, Apple is watching. Uh -huh. Google is watching. As they should be. As they, Exactly, Ted. As they should be. We said this before on the show. Apple not only has the right, but the obligation to watch us, to watch me. If they watch me, I think they'll see that I'm a very good boy. And if I am ever yep. not a good boy, they have the right to shock me via the phone, or if it really came down to it, and shame on me if it did, to abduct me and take me to Alcatraz. I'm all for the friendly zap yeah. from a brand I trust and love. And if I transgress, yeah, I'm ready for the airlock. I've said it before. Flush me, daddy. No, exactly. Get flushed. Hashtag get flushed and get it trending, folks. The point of this is, if it's a 
corporation that's made at least a billion dollars, then you know they know what they're doing. It's like if you see a man wearing a top hat. You don't just get a top hat. Like, you're doing something right, you know? Throw a monocle in there. Forget about it. You you listen to anything that guy tells you. And shout out Gareth. That's how we met yeah. Gareth. And everything worked out fine. Shout out my crypto buddy. He was notorious for making coffee in that top hat. I mean, like, of course we trusted him with our money in the crypto business. And we'll get it back. Yeah, I think it's just time. The sad truth, and this gets to my not hot, not hot, Ted, is that the internet is not only full of brands. I mean, I wish it were. Yeah. But... Unfortunately, the internet, shout out Sartre, internet is other people. Yeah, and they're bad. Look, when I put something up online, like I'm in the dumpster right now, I want Apple to see that. I want Elon to see that. What I don't want is any random Joe Schmo seeing that and being a weirdo and saying, why are you in the dumpster? What are you doing? Did you eat that? That looks like trash. That is not for them. Yeah, 100%. If we feel that way, you can imagine how someone important like Elon feels. And this gets to my hot of the week, my not hot. I'm hot thinking about it. I'm heated up, but it's not hot. It's I'm getting hot thinking about it. So lay it out for us. Some... Freaks have been following Elon Musk's private jet online. They've been tracking his information for Steve knows what sick purposes. And it's not the man with the headphones in the Austin Powers movie who says, sir, that's a... A Big Johnson, yeah. No, it's not. I wish it were. I mean, that man is out there and he's doing his job and, and, you know, thank goodness for him. God bless him. So Elon flies around in a jet, which is tracked publicly, and someone has made a Twitter account that posts where his jet is. Yeah, sadly so. This is uh, unfortunately all too familiar for many fathers. It's a bit like when Emmett put a, an Apple tag on me without me knowing so he could tell when I was in his room trying to get on his Minecraft server. It's exactly like that. And the same way that you took the Apple AirTag that he put into your Papashtani pants and smashed it with a hammer, Elon has, thankfully, and this is where the hot, the not hot becomes hot, we're turning the temperature up, Elon has banned the Twitter account that is tracking his jet. Okay, I think Elon has every right to ban this account. Absolutely, no question. However, I'm not gonna lie, Tim, it's a pretty good idea. Well, most ideas are. Because I do worry about him. I worry about him too. What if he needs us? What if it goes down in the Rockies? Yeah, we need the whole dad squad together to jump in the chopper, repel slash fall into the snow and go find Elon and keep him warm. Just keep him warm, you know, with our bodies. Just rub on him. Or imagine this. Imagine Elon is on the streets of San Francisco, right? Someone sees him tweeting and they're like, you tweet pretty good. You know, I'm going up to a hunting lodge up in Alaska. We could use someone who tweets like you. And Elon's like, makes sense. Mm-hmm. They get him up there. It turns out there's a bunch of woke people who are going to hunt Elon for sport. Yeah, I think they'd be SJWs and their actual warriors. A bunch of sons and freaks and, and also Gary Bussey is there. And then they hunt him and Elon has to fight his way out. And honestly, he would probably make short work of all of them. He could defeat them easily in combat. But then he's like, I'll die up here. I'll never get back to the mainland. And then we would have to come and- We'd have to come. We'd have to come and keep him warm, save him, or at least, you know, D with him there in the woods. I think maybe we would sacrifice our body heat to keep him warm in the middle, like the bantha. He cut us open and crawl inside? Uh Uh-huh. It's a compelling thought. And this has been Hot or Not. Hey, shall we do one of those questions from our new listeners, the investigators? 110 illustrious episodes. We're celebrating. We're answering your questions. 
Yeah. Let's have it. What's question one, Tep Tim? Well, a lot of these questions sort of are in a similar vein from Randy's legal team. There's a lot of like... Can you verify your whereabouts on July exactly, 24th? On if you weren't in Randy's house, where were you? There's a lot in that vein. Yeah. I've got one here. It says, where were you on July 30th mm-hmm. at approximately 6 p.m.? And how do you account for CCTV footage of you on Ambrose Street? Mm. If you weren't pictured here, where were you? To answer your question, Dana, here's a thrilling answer for you. (sighs) I was saving a child who had fallen into a very fast river. And yes, I plunged in after. I said, not today. Wow. Not today. And I pulled that kid out and his mum thanked me and we dated for a while, but it didn't work out. She was too traumatized and I was just too set in my ways. But she thanked me and the kid thanked me too. And as I walked away, I thought, huh, might not have worked out, but you saved a life, man. So that's what happened at 6 p.m. Wow, Dana, I imagine you're embarrassed and I imagine you have a follow-up question, which is, I'm sorry, apology not accepted. And you know what's so amazing, Ted, is that you never even told anyone about that because you didn't do it for the A's, the accolades. Well, you know, I'm a good neighbor, I'd like to think. When I see a child being swept into a stormwater drain and I save it and the mother seems lonely and we start a small relationship, even if it doesn't work, you know, I am gracious enough to be able to step back and say, hey, that didn't work, but at least I saved your kid. So how could I have been inside Randy's walls letting rats loose if I was halfway through the budding of a new, very adult, very sensual, but doomed not to last romance. Based in trauma, which can be very powerful, but also very complicated. Shout out speed. Yeah. And Ted, since you chose to be brave and tell the truth about where you were, I suppose it wouldn't hurt for me to answer one of her questions truthfully as well. Um, Her question, if you weren't trying to get into Randy's house on August 8th, what were you doing at his doorknob? We have clear security footage showing you rattling the doorknob and trying to shake the doorknob until the door got loose. Well, Dana, gosh, uh, your face is going to be a little red when you hear this, but I was walking by Randy's house on my way to the food shelter where I volunteer. Not anymore. And they destroyed all the records of my being there because I was the best volunteer ever. They didn't want anyone to be daunted by my record. So they said, good job. Here's your trophy, but we're going to have to erase you because you've, you've, donated so many cans that if anyone sees this, they will want to D because they'll be embarrassed that they can't help that much. So that's why there's no record of that. And as I was walking by Randy's house, which I think you will see there's probably a food bank near his house. I heard something. And when I leaned in down to the doorknob, I thought I heard a little man in the lock. Mm. Um, shout out Horton. Here's an H. And I thought, well, odds are there's not a man in this lock. But if there is, could I live with myself after this? Could you live with yourself, Dana? Could you, Dana? I mean, like, wow, I guess it would be technically attempted um, breaking and entering to shake the doorknob. But it would also be manslaughter to let this little man die if he was in the lock. So I shook the lock trying to get the man out. I blew on it. I think if you look closely at the video, you'll see that I sucked on the lock trying to suck him out. Well, it turned out there was no little man or I sucked him out and swallowed him. I don't know. Either way, I think it all makes quite a bit of sense, Dana. And Dana, I would encourage you to maybe do a little bit of soul searching and ask yourself and ask your little doggy boss, too, why you always assume the worst of people. And I was there so I can corroborate. Yeah, you can see him in the video. He's the one. He tries to kick the door. Yeah. 
I thought I saw a bee. Yeah, and Randy is allergic to bees, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I didn't want him to get stung. Very good, Ted. That clears that up. I've got one here. Let's see. Okay. Um, question. Uh, it's on a very official looking legal letter. Very nice. <laughs> this was digital, it could have won our competition last <laughs> a week. A little late for the PDF Hall of Fame, unfortunately. Yeah, <laughs> sorry guys, but great font. So this one is alleging a certain level of property damage done with a bowling ball. Well, this is a classic case of fathers being given mixed signals. This is like with the clowns in the hospital. Nobody wants clowns on the street and nobody wants them to be in the hospital rooms either. So where are they supposed to go? On the one hand, they say, you need to get some exercise. You don't do anything all day. Okay, I'm going to go bowling. Then they say, you're not allowed in the bowling alley because you made a mess. Okay, well, I'm not going to bowl in the bowling alley anymore. Yeah. So in answer to your question, we were urban bowling. We were urban bowling. We decided to take the noble and wonderful father's sport of bowling Take it out of the lanes. Yeah. And take it to the streets. And it just so happens, same way that the house in Poltergy was built on top of a graveyard, and that's why it got geisted, yep. uh, Randy's house was built on one of the goals. Yeah. There are sort of spots in this town that are significant to the new craze called B- urban, urban bowling. bowling. Yeah. And if you ask Marvin, um, he will testify that that is what we were doing. We did it to his house first. All right, Ted, before we get to a few more questions, uh, we need to do a special segment this week because this is, of course, our Christmas episode. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> That's right. And as always, we've got to do our father's gift guide. Let's grab the big old red sack from Father Christmas's cold D hands. Prize it open, feel around on the inside, pull out what we find. Ted, tell us what you've got your big red Santa Claus nose looking at. Ooh, Ooh. jingle jangle. Look at this. It's wobbling around. What is it? What is it? Why is it wobbling so much? This texture is really weird. What is it? it? What is it? It's father's slime. The kids can't have all the fun. They've got Roblox. They got Minecraft. We thought they had fidget spinners. Slime's coming back, but for the dad in your life. Yes, and Ted, I'm glad you mentioned fidget spinners right there because I just want to say quickly to anyone out there buying gifts for the fathers in their life, fidget spinners aren't cool anymore. The son stopped using them, and we don't want them either. Stop giving them to us. I know that last year we all said we wanted fidget spinners, and they're lame now, so don't give us those anymore. That's right. Hey, I'm reaching into Santa's sack hole, and I'm feeling around, and what is this? What do I have my fingers around? That's right, roughage. If the dad in your life is anything like the dad in my life, which is to say myself, he has been spending a lot of time in the dumpster, eating a lot of mostly takeout from Danny Marcos. Mm-hmm. The dad in your life probably hasn't eaten much green or with much fiber. So I would just say uh, a cabbage. It's time to give the dad in your life that fiber he needs to re-regulate his completely effed system from eating secondhand takeout out of the back of the dumpster at Danny Marco's Italian restaurant. So this Xmas, we expect to see a bunch of kale under that tree. Yes, and since you mentioned Danny Marcos, I think it's never the wrong time to get someone in your life a Danny Marcos gift card. That's absolutely right, Tep Tim. A Danny's Marcos gift card will get you absolutely anything on the menu except the kids' menu, which is a quite a contentious point. But if you dress up like a small kid or bring a very lifelike doll in with you, you can sometimes get away with it, 
if Pierre is serving you because he's very old. Yeah, and he can't see at all. You don't have to try that hard with a doll. A uh, Cabbage Patch Kid will do it. Shout out Ruffage. That's right, Ted. Now, and now, folks, something I do want to say is there are certain things that are just not recommended for fathers. Jawbreakers dangerous choking hazard along the same lines every father fancies himself a lego man but duplos are safer yeah they are slightly bigger and along similar lines here are some gifts that dad already has the playmobil pirates set an airbrush set a light bright a foam dagger a rug hooking set guinness world records 2007 the essential star wars guide for episode two jester's hat and matching yo-yo. But you can never have too many Jester's hats because the ones we have do tend to get ripped off our head and thrown in the trash. Very quickly. And, and Ted, you know, it's important to remember that even though many of us will be exchanging gifts this year, there are those out there who have nothing. And I'm talking, of course, about you and me and the fact that we don't have a Tesla. Yeah, that's right, folks. This Christmas, while you're all gathered around your Christmas ham or even your Christmas rotisserie chicken, uh, goblin down Brussels sprouts and gravy, spare a thought for those who... For us. For us, for Tim and I. In the dumpster. Eating spaghetti Alfredo in the dumpster. Oh, I hope we get Alfredo. I've had enough carbonara, that's for sure. Yeah, people keep ordering it and they keep not finishing it. And then we eat it and I can tell why. Yeah, it's a lot of grease. So when you go to the shopping center to buy your son a Barbie doll or whatever he's into, spare your thoughts for Tep Tim and Tep Ted. Two dads out there without a red Tesla. Yeah, little matchstick dads. And take that money that you would have spent and Venmo it to us. Because next Christmas at this time, we're going to be driving around in our bright red Tesla. That's absolutely right. We're going to be double seating. So both of us in the driver's seat, you'll probably be in my lap because I've got those legs that go forever. Yeah, and I've got very little waist. I don't have long arms, so you'll, you'll steer and I'll pedal. But that's right, folks. This time next year, you're going to be talking to two bona fide Tesla owners. And Tep, Tim, I'm so excited about our new life as Tesla owners. I'm ready to basically rule the road, take GD minutes in the middle of the road whenever I want. And whenever the car wants. Also, I'm sick of driving in the lane. I want to drive in the middle. So I've got like room everywhere. Where we're going, we don't need roads. Or we do, but we're not going to follow the rules of them. No. And Ted, I think you said something there really, really smart and really powerful and actually quite beautiful, which is that the Tesla is the ultimate GD minute mobile. It is a car yeah. that says, don't worry about it. I'm going to get you where you need to go. And you say, that's not where I want to go. It says, don't worry about it. You say, watch out, there's a pedestrian. It says, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. It says, oh, no, you're on fire. Car says, don't worry about (laughs) Red, red, black. Black, black. White. And I want to just say in this holiday season, there are a lot of mommies, sons, and family members out there who are kneeling down next to the Christmas tree and they're praying to Santa, dear Santa, please get my husband ex-husband out of my life for good and i want to say that if they use their one christmas wish for that then the best thing they can do is give us their money because when we have a tesla we're out of here folks we are out of this town you better believe we're starting a new life i promise you this grace right now you'll never see me again if you if i get a tesla yeah it's a pretty exciting time to be a family member of us because we've one we've got so much going for us and two we could be out of your lives at any point uh, just as soon as we make that a certain amount of money. So give deep this Xmas to the people who need it. Those without yeah. Teslas, 
trying to get one, a red one, for themselves and their best friend. Yeah, I want the one that he sent to Mars. I uh, probably can't get it, but maybe on Mars we could swap. And most importantly of all, do not give your money to the sick freaks who pretend to be Santa in front of the shopping center. No, they're messed up. They're not Santa. They don't know Santa. They're weird. They are weird. This is about you, Curtis, you freak. And also, I mean, not in front of the shopping center, but definitely down that alley dressed as Santa. Oh, Chris Pepper. Yeah, do watch out for Chris. This is a tough time of year for him and and for people he talks to. So give till it hurts. And um, uh, I hate to do this on our 110th episode celebration and the Christmas episode, but we did promise we would read this thing here from Marvin. Um, yeah. Do, if you have any money donated to Marvin's GoFundMe because his hospital bills are bad or good. I don't know. It's, he needs money. I'd say this. I'd say help the helper. We help Marvin quite a lot. We listen to his BS stories about his family's history all the time. So if you want to help Marvin, I'd say best and most direct way is, of course, help us. I'm going to put it in terms Marvin can understand. You can leave the door open to your heart and uptown funking, give us your money. Yeah, and we'll catch a grenade of money for us. And then also, I don't remember the name of that one song that was like a police ripoff, but that one too. Yeah. And shout out Marvin. Marvin has actually been helping us quite a bit. Something they don't tell you about living in the Danny Marcos dumpster is the food that gets thrown out the most is the worst food, sort of by definition. So we never get to eat the good stuff like shrimp scampi. So Marvin, shout yeah. out, has been occasionally going into Danny Marcos for us, ordering a proper meal and then sending it back, saying that the chef did a bad job. And then we get to eat it once it makes its way out to the dumpster. So, you know, I do feel like it's the holiday season. I do. I feel like we owe him this much. Do give us money so we can help. Marvin eventually down the line. Yeah. Long-term thinking. Long game. I mean, we believe in preserving the light of humanity, which is why we need a Tesla. Yep. All right, Tim, we got to wrap it up, but I got one more question here for 110th episode. Sure, shoot. What is it? This one is from Inspector Matthews, and hey, it is not legal. Inspector Matthews says, I can't believe I'm asking you this. You are such disgusting uh, men. Cool. Thanks, Matthew. Thanks, Matthew. He says, but after listening to so many hours of your ranting, I cannot help but wonder, and I can't believe I'm even saying this, but Ted, how is it going with Tisha? The folks want to know. Thank you, Inspector Matthews. And let me just say, we've got our hooks in you, and there's no going back now. Yeah. Thank you, Inspector Matthews, for your question and your interest in my love, L. Uh, or lack thereof. Well, Ted, Christmas is a time for miracles, and it's a time for Christmas wishes. And this is the perfect time of year for people who have just been missing each other romantically and emotionally and you know, struggling to open up about how they really feel to really connect. And it must be a big time in the LARPing community, too, because I know back in the POS olden times, they loved Christmas. They did like St. Nicholas's Mass. And when we gather around as a LARP community to celebrate the solstice, the new year and the coming of a new season of LARP, we tend to give each other presents, new, new foam swords, a, a pat on the back, tokens of gold coin for a flagon of mead at the alehouse. We sing songs merrily. We dance around the pole. And um, this year I've been really working on a song. For old Tish. I mean, you are the bard after all. <laughs> yeah. Can I hear it? Oh, no, I really wasn't going to. But Tisha, fair and maiden pure, gaze upon my eyes. I am the man who has followed you here. 
I take off my disguise. <gasps> you think of me as the bard and friend, but there is more to me. My name is Tip Ted, and I like you very much. Would you want to date me? Hello, Tisha, I'm here too, right down here next to your shoe. You thought I was just a goblin, but it's really me, Tep Tim. I take off my goblin mask and it's me. I was finally invited to partake, yee-hee, in the stupid LARPing game. Everybody is glad I came. That's right, Tisha, I needed my friend here to boost my confidence and give me cheer, for I have a thing to say to thee down on bended knee. I live my life betwixt my auntie's house and a dumpster, you see. I'm very cold half of the time. Can I move in with thee? And can I come to please, Tisha? I live in a shed with my friend. My ex-wife and her fake brother live in the big house, and they will be my end. If they find me living in this garden shed, they will make sure that I am dead. Uncle Seth says he just wants an excuse, so let me move in with you too. We are kind of a package deal. However, I shall be the one with all the feels. I will just do some chores round the house, and I will be quiet as a mouse. Squeak, 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 quiet as a mouse. If there are any mice in your walls, I will find them and K them all. We have some experience doing that at Randy's. We set some ratties loose in his wall, and then we drilled a hole into the eyes of a picture of his mum so that we could watch him all night long. This would have worked fine if the walls weren't so thin. We had to cut a hole we could put our belly in. So while we looked out the holes, he could also see our stomach and part of our body. The problem with modern carpentry is there's not enough room for two dads. You see? To crawl inside the wall, it's not like the Matrix where they fall. It's much thinner and narrower. Now, Tisha, this stays between us and you, because there are some people coming after us, it's true. Don't tell the lawyers that I told you this. Oh, they're listening to the show. Oh, That answers your question, Inspector Matthews. Yeah, and thanks. Hey, folks, we are not going to be here next week, unfortunately, because it is uh, the holiday season, and Ted, you're going away to, like, a fire service cabin with Uncle Rodney and Aunt Mavine or something? Yeah, yep. I'm helping out uh, in one of their, you know, shout-out rituals. They said they needed a homunculus, so... Well... We'll be back in the new year. And, folks, we're going to be talking about 2023 predictions, resolutions. Until then, don't forget to give until it hurts or until we hurt you for not giving. That's right, folks. We're on the way to Tesla 2023. Driving along in my automobile. I can't wait. There are so many cool songs to listen to when you're driving in a car. Actually, Ted, there are some very not cool songs. Brand new Cadillac by The Crash. Very scary song. Baby, you can drive my car. Beep, 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 beep. No. Oh, when they go beep, 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 
I'm just like, who's beeping? I feel very uncomfortable when they do that. A Little Red Sea by Prince. If ever there was a son. Prince is a son in a dad's body. I mean, actually, he's more like yeah. a son in a son's body. Well, he's as essual as a dad. He's kind of a baby dad, isn't he? Ooh, Computer Blue. I knew a dad named Marvin, I guess you could say. He, he was a tep fiend. I taught him in the Best Buy bathroom. Uh, I don't want to say the rest because I told Marvin I wouldn't say. Uh, sorry, Marvin. Tep Tim, congratulations on 110 episodes of Tep Talk. And a very Merry Christmas, Ted. Can I give you your gift a little bit early? Please. Whoa, whoa. Yeah, it's a mouse. Yeah. Hi. Because remember how we were saying that the dumpster's kind of getting kind of dirty? Well, micey dirt. Let's call it Pepito. Done. Oh, look, he's already going to Ooh, town. Pepito's hey, no, 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 that's, no, 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 that's, that's man food. That's, that's man food. That's for us. That's, that's heavy, heavy. No, 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 no. Chosen out.